me to build him a house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Who is among you, all his people? May his God be with him and let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and build the house of the Lord of God of Israel. He is God, which is in Jerusalem. And whoever is left in any place where he dwells, let the men of his place help him with silver and gold, with goods, livestock, the free will offering, and the house of God, which is in Jerusalem. Now, I want you to, how many of you know that we, a lot of times we, we quote Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you. How many of you know we, we quote all those things? But listen, if you go to just the verse above it, it says, For thus says the Lord, after 70 years are completed at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word toward you and cause you to return to this place. Look at somebody and say, we're about to return to the place God has for us. Amen? I want you to see this because when God, when God moved on the heart of Cyrus to bring them back into back into Jerusalem and to build the house of the Lord they came back and as they came back they came to Jerusalem and they began to sacrifice to the Lord they set the altars up on his basins they set everything in place and they began to worship the Lord even though fear came upon them because of the people around them all of this year 70 years they had been in captivity they had raised children up who had not done anything but heard about how God moved in the temple, about how the presence of God dwelt in the temple. They had heard about it, but they had never experienced it. So when they get to Jerusalem and they come to this place, here is an excitement that's built up in the people because they're expecting things to happen because they're looking forward to something being established that they've never seen before. So they get there and they begin to build these altars and they worship the Lord, but things around them begin to rise up. Let me just tell you this, that when God gets ready to do something in your life, don't be surprised when all hell comes against you. When everything in the world rises up against you, it was okay for the 70 years. They never said anything. You don't hear anything from these kings. As long as they was in bondage, it was okay for them to be where they was in Babylon. But the moment that they come back and the and the king had released them to come back to their land and to take back their place, then the enemy wants to rise up and try to stop them to keep them from being able to do what they're supposed to do for the kingdom of God. And all of these people begin to rise up against them and they begin to lay the temple. And the Bible says that as they begin to lay the temple that you had a generation that was crying out and saying, God, they were looking at this temple foundation that was being and laid the older generation was crying out because they were saying it can never match the, gener the generation before it can never match the temple of Solomon but then you had this other group the younger generation who was cheering who was worshiping who was praising God because they was finally beginning to see something take place that they had never seen before they was having a hope of a temple that was being built to where the presence of God could come that they could not only hear about it but they could experience it so you have one generation crying out 
just like it is today. If you'll look, you've got a generation now that are saying, we'll never be able to get back the way that it used to be. We'll never be able to get back to the good old days. Nothing about God takes us backwards. God takes us forward. But here's the thing. They came to this place, and when the enemy came against them, they began to send out letters, and they sent them to Artaxerxes, and Artaxerxes stopped the progress because he didn't understand. But as time went on, Haggai was raised up, and he began to prophesy, and he began to talk to them about that they had, they had sowed, but they didn't have enough to eat. Hmm? He talked about that they had money, but they didn't. They put it in pockets and, and bags with holes in it. Because they were building panel houses for themselves to dwell in. And it boggles my mind today that we'll build new houses, we'll drive new cars, but we want the house of God to remain the same. When I think everything in the house of God ought to be better than anything you experience outside these walls. When the people of God come together, we don't need to be no podunk people who are just barely getting by. We need to be a people that is full of the power and full of the anointing and full of the demonstration of the Spirit of God. We ought to be some of the richest people on planet Earth. We ought to have walk with a little pep in our step. Because what God is trying to do is bring us through a position to where his spirit and his power can work through us. Because Haggai also prophesied that the latter house would be greater than the former house. I want you to see this because this happens when the older generation and the younger generation come together. It's not leaving one behind and bringing it. It's all coming together in one mind and one accord to where the power and the Spirit of God. Why? That the word of the Lord might be fulfilled in our lives. You may be going through something right now, but listen, I promise you, the deliverance and the, and the power and the demonstration that God wants to bring into your life, there's no shortness of it on God's end, but there is a shortness of it on our end. Sometimes we're not receiving it because we're not lining up to where we need to be. But as they were building paneled houses... And as they were getting comfortable in their own place, and here's what a lot of us do. A lot of us get busy doing good things, but not necessarily for the kingdom of God. You can do good things and never advance the kingdom. God wants us busy about his kingdom. He wants us to be about his kingdom. He wants us to see the enemy. And a lot of times somebody say, well, the devil just come against me and he's just doing everything he can to, to, to destroy me. Listen, a devil sometimes I think is just sitting back looking at people saying, well, I got to do anything. They're fighting amongst themselves. I ain't got to do nothing, but I get the credit for it. 
But God plus puts us in a position to where his spirit and his anointing can begin to flow through us. Haggai, listen to this. He said this. He said, thus speaks the Lord of hosts saying, this people says the time has not come, the time that the Lord's house should be built. Then the word of the Lord came by Haggai the prophet saying, Is it time for you yourselves to dwell in paneled houses and this temple to lie in ruins? Now therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. You have sown much and you bring in little. You eat but do not have enough. You drink but you are not filled with drink. You clothe yourselves but you are not warm. He who earns wages earns wages to put them in a bag with holes. He says, thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways, go up to the mountains and bring wood and build the temple that I may take pleasure in it to be glorified, says the Lord. How many of you know it's time to build the house of God? How many of you know that it's time that we be intentional with building the house of God? How many of you know that when, uh, when Solomon built the temple, when Solomon built the temple, the Bible says that he went to the quarry and had the stones honed out at the quarry. Why did he have the, hone, the, the stones honed out at the quarry? Because he didn't want a lot of hammering and clanging in the temple. We don't need a bunch of leaders getting fixed on Sunday morning. We need them to allow God to work on them during the week so when we come to church on Sunday morning, we fit. And when we fit, guess what? We build a habitation for the presence of God come so those who come can experience the power and the presence of God and the demonstration of His Spirit working in and through our lives. That's good preaching, preacher. Sometimes you just got to amen yourself. God has so much that he wants us to do, but he wants us to understand that we can't have it our way. This ain't Burger King. We got to have it his way. We got to do it his way. And when we do it his way, he will always come through. Because why? His word is going to be fulfilled. I want everyone in here, if you, have, if you have had a prophetic word spoken over your life and you haven't seen it fulfilled, I want you to be encouraged because the word of the Lord is going to be fulfilled. As long as you walk according to the word of God, as long as you strive and, and you seek in Him, I promise you, it may not be fulfilled today, it may not be fulfilled tomorrow, but it's coming into fruition. Seventy is a year of, of completion. It's a, it's, it's a time of completion. Seven means completion. It's also a double-sided coin. The year 70 also, listen, this is going to mess some of you up. Because on one, one of the things it means is unity. 
And on the other side, it means disunity. What are you seeing going on right now in the church? God is bringing his church together. He's bringing unity. But what are you seeing in the world? Disunity. 70 was the year that they were in Babylon. 70 years before the Lord brought them out. This year, 2018, May 2018, Israel, Jerusalem was declared the capital of Israel. That's not coincidence, people. No wonder we're seeing so much of the enemy being stirred up right now because there's prophetic fulfillment. See, the enemy doesn't care. The enemy doesn't care about you getting a prophetic word. He cares about that prophetic word being fulfilled. And when, see, the enemy didn't show up until the children of Israel showed up in Jerusalem. But when they showed up in Jerusalem and began to build the temple and began to set the foundation, all of a sudden the enemy begins to rise up. So don't be discouraged when the enemy rises up against you. It might just be that God is about to bring fulfillment to what's been spoken into your life. <clears throat> that the word of the Lord might be fulfilled. Now I want, you to, I want you to hear this because after they got started and after the prophetic word came from Haggai, the men of Jerusalem began to come together and they began to, they began to rebuild the temple. They began to build it. They began to put things together. They began to work on the walls. Nehemiah is coming in. They're beginning to work on the walls. And listen to what Darius says. Because they send him another nasty letter. They send him another letter to try to get him to stop in Jerusalem. But I want you to hear what, Haggai, what, what the word of the Lord came through Darius. Darius tells them, this is the king proclaiming. He said, let the work of this house of God alone. And I declare this to the principalities and the powers of the air over this area and over this place this morning. Let the work of the house of God alone. Let the governor and the Jews and the elders and the Jews build the house of God in this place. Moreover, I make a decree. What ye shall do to the elders of these Jews who are building the house of God that, that of the king's goods, even of the tribute beyond the river for with expenses to be given unto these men that they be not hindered. And that which they have need of, both young bullocks and rams and lambs for burnt offerings of God, of heaven, wheat, salt, wine, and oil, according to the appointed of the priests which are in Jerusalem, let it be given them day by day without fail that they may offer sacrifice and sweet savor wrong to the God of heaven and pray the life of the king and of his sons. I also have made a decree that whatever shall be altered, what shall alter this word, his timber will be pulled down from his house and being set up, let him be hanged thereon and let his house be made a dunghill for this. That's the king declaring that. Ain't that good when you got the king backing you up? How many of you know that we got a king that's higher than Darius? 
How many of you know that we got a king that's going to see the fulfillment of his word take place in his church? How many of you know that we have a king that's big enough to get us through any situation that we face, any situation that we're going through, anything that we're facing in our life right now? We have a king that will deliver us, and he's going to see his house built. Let's all stand. All of this is good. But here's the thing. It takes people to build a house. A lot of times we pray and we just want God to just drop something out of the sky. Hmm? But building the kingdom is a four-letter word. Work. Hmm? It's being intentional. It's reaching out to people. Finding out their need. And speaking to it. Be intentional on winning souls. We're going to be a great house of soul winning. How many souls have you won? Because it starts with you. It starts with me. It's us. Ask yourself this. Am I living my life in such a way that others are willing to follow? Am I living my life in a way that others want to be like? Do they see something in me that they want or desire? Because if you're always walking around with your bottom lip on the ground where you could suck BBs up off the floor, they don't want no part of that. We ought to be an exciting people because we serve a God who cannot fail. Amen. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord is going to come to pass. He will fulfill his word. Some of you have lost loved ones and lost children. You said, I brought them up in church. I did. I put everything in them. I put my whole heart in them. And they're far away from God. And I, I don't know what I'm going to do. The Bible says that Bring up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying go buy a new set of clothes. Get ready for them. That the word of the Lord might be fulfilled. The prodigal son's father never went look for him. 
he sat on the porch and waited on him. That the word of the Lord might be fulfilled. If you're here this morning, you're just waiting on the word of the Lord to be fulfilled in your life. And you know that God has something better than what you're in right now. I want you to come. I want us to gather around these altars. We're going to pray. Come on. Come on.